Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk to you about all or nothing thinking. And I think we can recognize when that's happening, when we are either using these terms ourselves or hearing it from other people, and it's using terms like always, you're always doing this, or I'm always doing this. Um, you never do this, or I never catch a break, or um, this is never going to happen. Uh, I think the very first step is just realizing that that's what's happening in that moment, that your brain is processing the facts that it's perceiving seem one way. What's really important here is to take a moment and step back. It could be that you are in the sense, in a sense of overwhelm, you're in a state of overwhelm. And it may be that when you're in that state, it's very hard to see any other options. So first evaluate, is this coming from a place of just absolute overwhelm and it's hard to see? what else is going on around you. It's hard to accurately um, take stock of what's going on. So really looking at that moment and thinking, am I overwhelmed? Am I using these words? Is Is that what's going on? Could it be like that your brain is looking at it all from the lenses of perfectionism? A lot of times when we are trying to protect ourselves, we are using um, a lens of perfectionism. So that can mean like, well, if things all just around me went a certain way, I could do what I need to do. If others just did this, I could perfectly get my thing done with no problem. If I just did my one task in the morning, my mornings would be perfect. And then we get into this, you know, like all or nothing thinking again, that the strive, the thing to strive for is perfectionism. But what you're actually trying to do, um, so that's what the mind's saying. The heart, though, is trying to protect you and say, we need to allow imperfection, we need to allow that other people are going to affect us. We're, we need to allow that circumstances outside of our control are going to happen. And how do we practice our flexibility in those moments? How do we practice being able to have the energy to move through those or maybe take a break so that we can have the energy to move forward? How do we protect ourselves in those moments? How do we protect our heart knowing that we are trustworthy, we are lovable, we are amazing human beings, we are creative, we, um, our hearts can expand and want to help others and support others. Our, our beings, our, our souls are beautiful and that this one thing or this group of things or this pattern of something won't detract from that. So that in that sense, you have to separate out your sense of worth um, from the performance or the actions that are happening around you. So 
you aren't less worthy because something is tripping you up. You aren't less worthy because it's hard to learn a new habit. You aren't less worthy because someone said no to you. Um, you aren't less worthy because things did not line up to have this, these, this beautiful morning. It's not about that. So a lot of times we need just time to stop and reflect and to calm down. If, if we're in that heightened sense, we need to calm down. We need to give maybe just some time to journal, some time to have um, a conversation with someone who's maybe outside of the situation to go, you know, I just need to process this. I need to step through and process and look at different angles to understand that I'm in this line of thinking, but I can expand into this, you know, gray, <laughs> everything's nuanced and gray and, and just imperfectly life. So having someone that you can rely on that, um, you can talk to is really important. If you're having trouble gaining that perspective, if you feel like over time you do kind of write the ship and you can start to look at things differently, um, then that's great. Then, then it's, it's not always the norm though. A lot of times we need someone to just have a listening ear and you can tell them like, I'm not looking for feedback right now. I just need to vent. And that's like a key part of things. And the other person doesn't have to carry your problems on their back either. You can say, you know, I, I need to vent. Um, I need an outlet right now. I'm a verbal processor. I need to say these things. Um, or to write it down. Maybe it helps to just like really journal it out and you start seeing and reading back on your, your piece and going, wait a minute, I am using a lot of always and never. And why am I doing that in this situation? What is triggering me right now? What is going on that this is, um, make me not see this issue in a more expansive way. So having someone there, uh, oftentimes, um, I'm doing this a lot for my clients. There is, you're looking at, um, an issue and it's just hard to see around to go, I don't know how to move through this. And I love helping my clients just, you know, sit there. We just process it. We verbally talk about like, okay, that's one angle that you're looking at that, but what else is true here? What else could be going on? What other angles could provide a more nuanced view to these? Um, what positive outlooks can we look at this? Because every moment of our lives is not purely positive and purely negative. There are lots of neutral moments. There's a lot of, you know, slightly negative or positive. There's a lot of just mixed in between. Sometimes they happen at the same time. Amazingly, we don't just have one emotion for the entire day and we don't have just one emotion for one point in time either. We can have layers of emotions and layers of, of how you experience that particular moment. 
And being able to stop and pause and think and pick through those and see, oh, okay, whenever I'm confronted with like, let's say meal planning, I really am getting upset because it always seems like I'm having trouble with it. Maybe there's something else going on here. Let's dig a little deeper and see if if meal planning is really a goal of yours you want to do. There's other ways of tackling meals. I've, I've heard of so many different ways that don't involve meal planning um, or that the meal planning is very short, like just one day ahead or just two days ahead. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is doing. So forming your own pathway and saying, you know, I know other people do it this way, but guess what? I get to do it this way. And that trust that you have in yourself can really help heal that all or nothing type um, viewpoint on the world. So I hope this gives you a little bit to think about. And if you're kind of experiencing this, I would love to help you out. So please feel free to always contact me on my website, katiesanders.com, K-A-T-I-E-S-A-N-D-E-R-S. And until next time, my friends, thank you for being here. And I will see you next time on the My Senses, My Space podcast.